Uh-huh. I know what you're thinking. Is this the booth drafting the circuits? Three-way theater or the Kevin Jackson show? Well, to tell you the truth in all this excitement, I kinda lost track myself here on Hoobazoo.com. So, do you feel lucky, punk? Oscar Mike Radio. Come in. Come in, Oscar Mike Radio. Sinister One, this is Oscar Mike. I have Ulima Charlie over. Folks, today is Thursday, March 23rd, 2017. This is episode 36 of Oscar Mike Radio. Coming at you from the city of champions, Brockton, Massachusetts, I am your host, Travis, a.k.a. P-Dog, and I've got a great show for you tonight, starting with the question of the week. And the question of the week comes from a friend of mine, and she asked me, what did I think of the group AMVETS marching in the uh, Boston St. Patty's Day Parade? Uh, And for those of you who don't know, AMVETS is a group of gay veterans that have been petitioning to marched in the parade for quite some time, have been turned down, been denied for several reasons, and this year they were allowed to march. On one hand, to answer your question, on one hand, I don't care. I I, I really don't care. Um, On the other hand, I have a problem with it, so I'm going to start with that first. My, My problem is, and I'm, I'm not a homosexual and, and, and all that, but my, my problem is, I'm trying to articulate this, is why 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 is a need? Why can't you just say you're a veteran? You know, there's no, like, Pittsburgh Steeler veterans. There's no, I don't know, black veterans groups or Samoan veterans groups or... Other groups, there are disabled veterans groups for certain. There are, you know, groups in dealing with your service affiliation. If you're a Marine, it's the Marine Corps League. If it's the Army, it's Soldier for Life. There's a couple of those like that for the other services, but nothing like this. And I, I just, part of me is like, you know, hey, I don't, I don't care who you go to bed with at night. It's, it's not really my business. I'm more worried, can you shoot? Can you carry ammo? And if I get wounded, can you carry me back to safety? Those are 
those are pretty much my three main things right there. So your sexual orientation doesn't really bother me, although I, I do have questions about transgendered uh, soldiers. You know, if you're gay and lesbian, though, straight up, I got more important things to worry about. I just don't care. I just don't care. Don't care. Again, it's can you shoot? Can you carry ammo? And can you carry him back to safety? And if you can do those three things competently or better than me, then you know I'll, I'll fight beside you. I'll sleep beside you. I'll even shower in the same shower stall with you. It doesn't bother me. I'm comfortable with who I am. So, you know, that's my problem. I don't understand the need to single yourselves out from the greater veteran population who some of them probably don't approve, but majority of us that I talk to just don't care. And I like it because, you know, we're all in this together. You know, that they are, regardless of their sexual orientation, skin color, on, 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 on. You know, they served in the military. They're, they're my brother and sister. I will advocate for them just like I advocate for anybody else. And if they love this country and if they believe that the defense of this country is important from all enemies, foreign, domestic, well, then you've got a friend in me. So, yeah, go ahead and march. You earned that right, and, and we should be inclusive. And I think excluding them or wanting to exclude them just magnifies a problem instead of just being like, okay, just some dudes walking down the street with this uh, rainbow sign. All right. So that's how I feel. Uh, it is what it is. They got to march. Yay. Happy for them. You know, I would, I would gladly call any one of them brother and sister and would hope that uh, people in America would treat them with dignity and respect. And that's how I'm going to answer the question of the week. So now we move on to the word. And the word is often passed down all around 4.30 in the afternoon, 5 o'clock in formation. Some sergeant, some gunny, at least in the Marine Corps, is talking loudly at you about stuff that you did wrong, you did right, what's going to go on. And he's passing the word. And that word came down from somebody else above him, so on and so forth. So my point is the word flows downward and around orally and quickly. And the word of this week is about something, not really a topic per se, but more or less an experience I had last week. I'm a member of the uh, Marine Corps League. I'm a member of Detachment uh, 1115, the 1st Lieutenant Brian McPhillips Marine Corps Detachment out of southeastern Massachusetts. Been a member for over a year. It took me a long time to, to join, to, to become involved. And I'm glad I did. I really had no idea what the Marine Corps League did, but I was encouraged to join by one of my Marine sisters, and it was a good idea. You know, sometimes that uh, you need a little push. 
And what I've discovered over the last year is there's a real desire from these Marines, whether they're my age, younger, or on the, all the way up to their 80s, to be involved in their community, to be there for people outside the Marine Corps who are going through hard times, and to continue that tradition of service and you know, um, our, our military uh, history as, as Marines. And I've done a couple of events uh, with the Marine Corps League, and some of them are pretty somber. And when I say somber is a lot of times we are doing the Marine Corps ritual at a wake. We're doing a motorcycle escort to the cemetery for that fallen you know, soldier, sailor, airman, or Marine, or even Coast Guard. And then we're doing the uh, rifle detail and one of our members uh, does a very good job, you know, blowing taps on his horn. You know, there's, we have a lot of talented people in our detachment. And I was sitting there last week. We were at a funeral for one of our detachment members' friends. His close friend had passed away. He was like a brother to him. And we're out there on a cold March day. Yes, it's not like the yards of the country, folks. Up here in Massachusetts in March, it can be 14 degrees above zero for a high. Yes! This wasn't that bad. It was, I don't know, 36. It felt toasty, which ought to tell you just how much we're looking forward to spring. But we're sitting there, and, and this is before the, the funeral service outside started, and I asked, you know, my sister and brothers, you know, this man was not in the Marine Corps. What does this mean to the family when we show up and do this to, you know, honor people that, you know, weren't Marines? And they all had, you know, a, a varying answer. They all had things that uh, they had opinions about. But it, it all came back to this. That, you know, whether it's us or somebody else, whether it's us here in Massachusetts or somebody out in Idaho, Wyoming, Alabama, the fact that, that we, you know, put on our, our Marine Corps League get up in uniform and marched and, and, and presented our rifles and, and were there shows the family that somebody other than their close friends and relatives and, you know, the, the, the close family cared enough about this person, about them to come out and, and honor that person's service. And you just don't see that every day. Yes, there are funerals every day. People are dying every minute. We say goodbye to our loved ones every year. But still, I, I don't know of another type of setup where complete strangers will come to a funeral to pay our respects, pay our homage, and be there for the family. And I don't know why that is. Again, I haven't been a member that long. But certainly, you could see that the family appreciated having us there. You could certainly understand when, you know, we were approached afterwards by other friends and, and family members of 
this uh, Navy guy that people appreciated us taking time out of our Saturday to be there. And it's, it's kind of important to me because, you know, a lot of our World War II veterans are starting to pass on. There are fewer and fewer of them every month. And you have to figure in the next five to ten years there will be no more of them. And I want to make sure, you know, on, on another note, that us younger guys, and I say younger guys because I'm one of the youngest people in my detachment, even though I'm I'm, I'm mid-40s, well, not quite mid-40s, but I'm getting there. But I definitely want to encourage, you know, younger people when they have an opportunity to join something like the American Legion, VFW, an organization like that, or the Marine Corps League, that if you can, join. Some of my best times being in the Marine Corps League were not really doing these events, it's listening to old stories, it's it's hearing answers to problems that, you know, I thought no one else had ever encountered before. It, it really is one of those things where you you sit down and, and, and do that again. It's one of those things where there's a, a wealth of knowledge and experience and, you know, ball busting that is all wrapped into one thing that I didn't get anywhere else until I got back into the Marine Corps League. Now I had done, you know, other things with other people and civilians and good experiences. Nothing bad about those experiences. Nothing bad about those people, you know, what they were about, but it wasn't the same. So, you know, this is how it is. And at the end of the, um, of our rifle detail and, and we put the rifles away and we're sitting there talking and I'm driving home and I'm thinking, you know, I want to talk about this. It's not really a firm topic. It's not really something that, you know, is going to happen every day, every week. But I, I really felt, I, I felt that, that this kind of got something awake in me. And I felt like I, I belonged with this group and I wasn't just showing up to meetings, sitting there, listening to everybody talk, voting on some things, adding my two cents and going home. I felt like I really was part of the experience. And I felt like because of what my you know brothers and sisters said about our involvement with this time for this family, that it really had value. And I think when it's all said and done that I will have no problem doing it again. And yes, it can be a chunk out of your day, sure. And yes, I understand with, with kids and job and you know errands and weekends packed already for a lot of people that it's hard to take that time but for me taking this time out to do this in this setting has reconnected me with my uh, 
you know, fraternity of brotherhood, the esprit de corps, reminder of what I did in the Marine Corps, even though I was not in combat, reminder to keep me motivated to keep advocating for veterans, whether they're, you know, regardless of race, creed, sexual orientation, you know, they're my brothers and sisters and I want to be there for them. And so, again, I just want to talk about that. I wanted to get that out there. I also want to see what you think about this. Maybe you're uh, a member of another org or one of the same ones I just mentioned. And uh, you have your own experience you want to share. And if you do, I'd like you to reach out to me. My email address is travis at oscarmikeradio.com. You can also message me on Facebook or Instagram or on uh, my website, oscarmikeradio.com and inbox me a message. I'd love to hear from you. So that's going to be my word, and uh, thanks for listening. Okay, I promised, I promised after long last that I was going to go over events in the greater Boston area for veterans. And there are a bunch of them. (laughs) So I... I don't even know how I'm going to do this. I mean, I am looking at pages of events. I mean, this this is crazy how, how much stuff there is to do. And so what I think I'm going to do this week is start with the... April events, yes, the April events. And next week, go on some other things. So, here goes. Um, This came from VetNet Boston. Uh, There's a VA um, staff member, David Hinkey, who puts this out every quarter. He sent me his, uh, you know, packet of information, Printed out, looked at it, and again, there's just a, a ton of things going on in this area. And so maybe you're in a different part of the country, and you're like, why are you telling me this? Well, I'm telling you this because if you go to the VA in your area or the AMVETS you know, air, uh, org in your area, there are a lot of events around this time of year between now and Memorial Day for veterans. Some places of employment will have an event for Memorial Day. And there's a lot of things going on. The greater Boston area is no exception. And I wanted to read about them now. Okay. So the first one is April 1st. And it's called the First Muster Ceremony on the Salem Common, Salem, Massachusetts. And this event is to commemorate the birth of the American military with the establishment of the Bay Colony Militia. Today's Massachusetts Army National Guard. And the event is at St. Peter's Church at 9.30 a.m., Armory Park, 10.15 a.m., and Salem Common at 11.30 a.m. Okay? So, that is that. And next is the Greater Boston Veterans Job Fair. Uh, it's Recruit Military and Disabled American Veterans. That's on April 6th 
at Patriot Place, Gillette Stadium, Foxborough, Mass. It's from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. And it is New England's largest military-related job fair. And there's a point of contact. I'll have this in my blog post with this uh, episode. Next event is April 7th. It's the Veteran Warrior Award-winning poet Brian Turner at Babson College. And it's at the Sorensen Center for the Arts, 231 Forest Street, Babson Park, Wellesley, Mass. It's at 7 p.m. Mr. Turner served seven years in the U.S. Army Infantry, including a year in Iraq. He is the author of two poetry collections, Phantom Noise and Hear Bullet. And the point of contact is Professor Mary O'Donohue. That's M. O'Donohue at babson.edu. No apostrophe there. Next event is thanks to Yank's third annual all-you-can-eat breakfast fundraiser. It's at 4 8 uh, I'm sorry, April 8th, 2017 at St. Blaise Church in Bellingham, Massachusetts. 6.30 p.m. to 10 p.m. is a setup on Saturday. And then April 8th, 6.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. Sunday, April 9th. I'll get some more info on that. Uh, next event uh, that I have good info on is the Tough Ruck Boston 2017. Military Friends Foundation, Boston Athletic Association, National Park Service, Tough Ruck at militaryfriends.org. And it starts at the Old Mance um, 269 Monument Street, Concord, Mass. And uh, they're going to start uh, 6.30 a.m., step off 7.15 for military, college, ROTC units, vets, first responders, and civilian. So you can call 1-84-HELP-VETS for more info. Check that out. Let me get out my old Alice pack. We'll see if I can still got anything left in me. Last one that I have is Project New Hope PTSD Retreat. That's April 20th through 22nd. At Grottenwood Camp and Conference Center, Groton, Mass. And it's participate in the healing power of mutual support, targeted services, and the camaraderie of friends from all across the U.S. And that's at, uh, the website is uh, projectnewhopema.org forward slash retreats. So that's about it for this week. I just appreciate you all tuning in and keeping me going. Thanks for the comments and feedback. Uh, like the Facebook page, Instagram, subscribe on the blog site to, for updates, and I will see you next week. This is Travis with Oscar Mike Radio, out. Oscar Mike Radio, over and out. Oscar Mike Radio, do you copy? Turns to one actual, I have you five by five. Anchors away, my boys, anchors away. There 
Oscar Mike Radio is in route. Copy that, Sinister One. Coming at you from the city of champions, Brockton, Massachusetts. Come in, Oscar Mike Radio. Oscar Mike Radio, veteran in action, on the move, on mission, always. Oh.